Welcome to the Ken Burns Show. Thank you so much for tuning in right here on the BMG Network. We really appreciate uh, your listenership and now your viewership because now we are on YouTube. Most of us, we're all getting there. We're come, coming along uh, greatly here on the BMG Network. We're stepping up. Um, but if you have not yet gone to the bmgnetwork.com, I implore you to do so. Uh, I have some great colleagues on there that uh, have fantastic uh, shows and they have um, incredible wisdom and discernment and information that they bring to you on a weekly basis. Again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. You can check out all the shows there as well as uh, some columns there by the Pac-Man, um, who is Ted Flint, by the way. And his, it is entitled The Pack Perspective. So be sure and check that out as well. And he has a brand new one out. You want to go there and check it out. Again, bmgnetwork.com, thebmgnetwork.com. Now, today on The Ken Burns Show, which, by the way, again, here we are now coming at you video. So those who are for those who are listening on the podcast, um, you can go to YouTube on The BMG Network or go to The Ken Burns Show on YouTube and check that out as well. Um, and then you can uh, watch this if you can. So anyway, today's uh, topic, if you will, which is really, it's, a, it's a broad, but there's a lot included within it. And I'm going to show you some video clips in a second because, um, you know, man, if you don't think that what is happening in this world today is not the pure definition of insanity, then I don't know what is. This is, this is getting insane. And I'm not talking about the virus itself. Um, and, and the vaccine, all of that is insanity. And if you actually do your research and look into some of this stuff, not just put out there little bits and pieces why somebody should get the vaccine or why they shouldn't or should or all these things, but actually do the research and see the possible and more, more likely the probable side effects um, that come with all of these things, uh, mostly the vaccine. So, but check that out. But you know, what got, what triggered this to, uh, this conversation for me was, you know, you float around Facebook once in a while and I try not to, you know, uh, trail anybody, troll anybody. And I don't, I don't really respond to other people's stuff. Um, because it usually doesn't get anywhere. Everybody just fights and argues on, on Facebook. Um, but there was, and I won't mention names. Uh, there was this one particular one that I, I crossed by on Facebook and it happened to be somebody that I know. And this is what it says right? I would love to hear what you think about this. This, this to me is insanity. It says, if I were in charge of a hospital that is currently overrun with COVID cases, ventilators would only go to anyone who'd had the COVID vaccination. Okay. And to anyone needing a ventilator for reasons unrelated to COVID. If someone chose not to vaccinate, unless it were for substantiated medical reasons, he or she would go to the end of the ventilator line. Harsh, perhaps, but necessary where choices have to be made. Okay. This right here sounds a lot like Germany at a certain point in history. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure that you do. Um, this is the kind of language that was being used. And this is not some high-end official. This is not somebody that's well-known. Um, this is just a normal everyday person saying something like this. And we know that there's top people that are saying the same type of thing. This is sick. I mean, who says things like this? And you, and you look at the replies and you look at what people say. 
many people absolutely agree with, with what this person said on Facebook. And for example, one person commented and said, it may come to that. It's sad, but I can't say you're wrong. People need to get vaccinated, period. Okay, person, why? See, this, they just believe whatever they hear because there was another comment on here that mentioned that how dare anybody put my health at risk? Well, if you didn't do your research, uh, the vaccinated are actually putting other people at risk because they're the silent spreaders. If you haven't heard of that, I suggest you go to the BMG network, hit up, set apart with KC as she discusses this very thing. And I believe the title of her podcast, this particular episode is the silent spreaders. And it shows, she explains with evidence and facts that the vaccinated are spreading this. And this has been very well known now. See, these people just say these things and you got to ask the question, are these people really, is this from demoralization? I mean, this is, this is what's happening. People are believing these things, and there's a false reality. This ideology has been changed. There's, it's, something, it's something new. Again, ideological uh, subversion. Now, this is something that's a kind of a, uh, a KGB type of uh, lingo, and I'll, we'll get to that in a second. But this is what is happening in America. People are just believing anything. And if you don't think so, just look around. I, now, I, I'm not on TikTok yet. I, I mean, I haven't. Took and taking the plunge and because every time I, I see people that are on it, I'm like, I do not want to go there. I, it's, it's not my cup of tea. Uh, it's just, it's too much. But when you watch some of these, especially youngsters, and again, I've mentioned this in another podcast a while ago, when you watch these guys and girls, and some of them don't, don't even know how to refer to themselves, um, speak, they are intelligence, if you will. There's nothing there. It's just ideas and feelings and emotions because they've been lied to and everybody is just going along with it. It's being propagated more and more and they are just going with the flow, living some type of false reality. Who the heck knows where they are in their minds right now? It is scary and I feel very bad for them. Now, Thankfully, we have some incredible people that are speaking out and doing something about it. Now, in the, I say this because in the midst of all of what's going on, you know, and I'll stay on COVID for just a moment and the vaccines. Again, they want to push the, the masks again. No evidence to show that they, it actually works. But people do it just so they can shut other people up and just look like they're doing their job. But what about our kids? What about our kids? Is this good for them? You got to ask that question. What is it doing to them mentally and emotionally, let alone physically? Because it's not good for you to sit, sit around all day with a mask, run around with a mask. It's not. Um, and I want you to watch this clip. Now, this is Matt Walsh of The Daily Wire. Matt Walsh, uh, who is in Nashville, goes himself, goes to a, a school board meeting, and uh, you just got to watch it. This is what he says. Hi, my name is Matt Walsh. I'm a community member in Nashville and a father of four. Um, 
You and the school board have decided that our kids should go to school all day, every day, wearing muzzles like rabid dogs. I have listened to your arguments, and I've noticed that they're missing a few things, namely evidence, data, science, common sense, and basic human decency. You presented no facts at all, uh, so let me do that now. Here they are. COVID poses almost no risk to our kids at all. 4.2 million children have tested positive for COVID. A total of 0.008% of them have died. What about the flu? The CDC estimates that 480 kids died from the flu in the 2018-2019 season. That's more than have died from COVID in a year and a half. Now, did anyone on this board suggest at any point that year that kids wear masks? Did anyone in this room suggest that at any point anyone wear masks for flu, which again is more dangerous to kids than COVID? That's a fact. Now, do you know what it's called when you force your children to wear masks for fear of a virus that poses almost no threat to them? It's called child abuse. You want to look up a disease, look up Munchausen by proxy, because that's what this is. If you think I'm exaggerating, then how would you respond to a parent who forced his kid to wear a football helmet every day, all day, for fear of falling coconuts and meteors? Your kid is, is almost as likely to die of COVID as he is from a rock from the sky. And yet, if you saw that, you would say to that parent that he is abusive, that he is forcing his kid to participate in this utterly insane charade in order to satisfy his delusional, psychotic hypochondria. Now, do any of you know what sort of psychological damage we do to children by forcing them to cover their faces, teaching them that the air is toxic, that everyone around them is sick? Have you wondered about the health effects of forcing kids to breathe through sweat and spit and dirt-soaked rags every single day? What about learning to read and they can't see the teacher enunciating the words? What does it do to a child's developing immune system if he has to wear a mask all day, every day? You're satisfied to place this burden on children anyway, and why? It's not to keep them safe, they are safe. It's not to keep the adults safe, they can all get vaccinated if they want. No, you do it to make yourselves feel better and to protect yourselves politically. The child's mask is a symbolic security blanket for you, not them. It's a disgrace and you should all be ashamed. Thank you for your time. And there you go. You know, at, at, at that moment, I would rise up and say, you're my hero, Matt Walsh, because that's the, ty the type of, um, of tenacity, of vigor that we need right now in this world. Now, um, Kristen Kuhns on Set Apart with KC just came out with her, uh, on her latest uh, podcast. She mentioned that it's time to stand. How do we stand? That's the way to stand. It's saying, no, I'm not doing that. And my kids aren't going to do that either. Not allowed. You cannot do that to a free society. And again, for those who are pushing these vaccinations, like this vaccinate, the vaccination, excuse me, I'm all over the place here. But those who are pushing it, such as this person that I mentioned on Facebook, thinking that it's the right way to go, and that is that. And therefore, if you're not going to get it, you're at the back of the line. See, this is happening across the board. If you're not set in motion with what the government says to do, if you're not complying, if you're not complicit, then you are not worth anything to them. But you, who are making wise choices and decision, decisions, knowing that there's some risks, and you're, you're making your own medical um, decisions, which I, th I thought that you know, medical freedom was a thing. Uh, apparently, it's not according to these people. But somehow, you're putting them at risk. And that's all that matters. Not the risk that they pose to people around them. It's so backwards, 
And again, it is twisted and disgusting. And I hope some of these people that are part of these discussions are watching this right now because I'm telling you it's sick and twisted and you need to do your research. You really do. Anyway, um, off of that, uh, this is actually more disturbing than it is funny. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm throwing this into the mix because I want to show you in the midst of everything that's going on right now in our society with, with the vaccine, with COVID, with trying to take care of our families and kids and people trying to just survive this hard thing, get jobs, pay, pay bills, everything's going on. It's, it's, it's haywire right now. And then you have this going on. Watch this clip. Nobody needs you to advocate for how difficult it is to use gender-neutral pronouns. Nobody said that the gender binary was f***ing easy. These are not my preferred pronouns. These are my pronouns. You will use them, or you will not refer to me. At all. If you misgender me by mistake, fix it and move on. I don't need your elaborate apology. I don't care how many times you say sorry. Just don't do it again. Moreover, if someone else misgenders me, it is never your job to tell them that it's okay. Cause it isn't. I get it, the discussion of the gender spectrum confuses you, and that's fine. But if you don't know anything about it, don't f***ing speak on it. There are non-binary people, there are trans men who, who lactate, there are those who go by he, him, different pronouns. It's just inclusive to everybody. It is not hurting cis women to say chest feeding. But it does hurt those who go by other pronouns to continue to stay breastfeeding, especially if they have body dysmorphia. It's something you own that you don't ever plan on using. My uterus. Because fuck, And I mean this with all disrespect. Them kids. Cupial sexual people may decide to have a sexual relationship despite not feeling sexual attraction while others don't. Both are completely valid and communication is key. What are your preferred pronouns? Uh, Zazem. Oh, I've never heard those before. What are they? Uh, they're what's known as neo-pronouns. What are neo-pronouns? They're basically your own custom pronouns. When no other pronouns seem to fit, you come up with your own pronouns. Anything can really be a pronoun. Oh, how do I use them? Um, it depends on the person and their pronouns. Zazem follows a similar spelling to they and them, and even similar grammar rules like zer and zer. So, they, them, themselves, theirs, things like that. Oh, okay. And there are other new pronouns you said? Well, yeah, because they're customizable. Anything can be a pronoun, really. Oh, I didn't realize that you can customize your own pronouns. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jax, and I just came up with new neo pronouns that combine he, him, she, her, and they, them, okay? So hear me out. They, them, theirs, okay? They, them, their, whatever you want to consider it, right? Let's take the first one, the, okay? This combines she, he, and they, right? They, the. That's what they said, you know? That's what they said. Next, we got them, right? Okay, so them, we got, that's just combining them and him. Them, you know? I went to a movie with them the other night. Last one, theirs, okay? It's just like theirs, but like also like hers. Thurs. That jacket's theirs. Yes, this just sounds like they them pronouns, but with the new ultra scientific method, we have them so they've combined he and she as well. Everybody gets you with they them theirs today. Yeah. Tips on how you can be a better intersex ally.
When it comes to inclusive language, oftentimes people tend to use phrases like people with penises or people with vaginas rather than saying male and female or men and women. While this can absolutely be inclusive for trans people, unfortunately it's not always the most inclusive language for intersex people. My advice is to use language that focuses on function and not just form. That means focusing on the actual function that you're talking about, such as people who can get pregnant, people who can get other people pregnant, people who are at risk of testicular cancer, and so on and so forth. This is much more inclusive because there are intersex people who are born with a vagina but don't have a uterus or ovaries or an ability to menstruate. This is because some people that are born with a penis don't have testes. So it's much more inclusive to say what you actually mean than it is to use language that works around that. Um, I'm trying to phrase this nicely and I can't yell, but I want to, so... Um, black people and people of color in the queer community aren't seen by white queers as as queer as they are on almost every occasion where i've been discussing my queerness or my experiences with queerness with white gays they speak to me in a condescending way and they treat me as if i am a straight person imposing on a queer subject because they don't see us as as queer as them queerness is seen as um something that is white and a way to, to compare oppression and it's used to compare oppression so it's impossible for white gays to see us as as gay as them the lgbtq community has been used as a front to hide racism or to excuse racism do research on black queerness please here we go a one a two a three a four watermelon sugar pride watermelon sugar pride Sometimes you don't know if if you should laugh or you should cry. I, I I don't know what you do in this situation. Do you laugh at that? Do you cry at that? Or do you just have empathy and sympathy? Um, I don't know. It's it's very frustrating. That's for sure. Frustrating. Frust. I would say I would be frustrated at the very people who are not just perpetuating that, but cultivating that culture. Not the not the kids. Who, who were submerged into it, but those who were pushing it on them, and those people know who they are, and definitely, you know, obviously we have, an, we have a demonic enemy, blame him for sure, but then there's people that just believe the lies and then push it on other people, and sometimes these people are actually called them, they actually call themselves Christians. 
actually say that they're men and women of God. And yet, I brought it up because the reality is, whether we like it or not, the Bible's very clear about these things. And it's not a knock. It doesn't mean that I hate somebody. It means that you, you watched that video just now. They're being trained to push this on everybody else. Make sure that everything revolves around them and their feelings and their emotions because yours doesn't matter, only how they feel. So if you don't understand them, if you don't understand their feelings and their emotions or who they think that they are and it bothers them, well, you're the one at fault and you need to change. You need to change your language. Remember, I've mentioned this on the podcast as well. And there's a, there's a great um, uh, orator, uh, who uh, uh, Michael Savage, actually, who always came up with this. I think he had a book on this called Borders, Language, and Culture. What, that's what makes a country. Borders, very important, despite whether you like it or not. Language, we all have to have some type of language that we can speak to each other. He, she... That's it. It doesn't have to be them, them, whatever they want to say. And then culture. There is a particular culture. Now, we were born out of a culture of, of men and women who strived for excellence from a standard that came from God. That's, that's that, whether you like it or not. Now, they want to change that standard. Again, ideological subversion. What is this? This is what I'm, the whole thing that I'm getting to. This has hap- been happening for quite some time. And maybe when I read some of this stuff, you'll realize that, wow, this, this, is, this is happening. This has happened. It takes some time, but it can happen. Here's, here's what, we, what we have here, okay? We're going to talk about the steps of ideological subversion, okay? Uh, this is a quote from somebody on here. It says, I was engaged in something much more unpleasant than espionage. I was engaged in ideological subversion which is seldom explained to people by your media because guess what? The media is part of that process. Just stopping there for a moment before I even get onto the steps. What do you think about that? You know the media is behind so much right now. This is why so many people like myself and the other people on the BMG network and other networks come on and try to say, listen, (laughs) wake up. Wake up, stop sitting around and just believing whatever you hear and then just living by it. What happened to the standard? Most of these pe- older people that are, that are um, you know, middle-aged or, and older are, are really going on the bandwagon here on, on what's happening in society today and, and just going along with it like it's fine. Oh, this should have happened for a long time. No, you just don't want to step up and you're going to go with the flow because you don't want to say no to any of these things because it's, just, it's easier. Well, you know what? It's, it's time to do the hard thing. And that's what's been lacking for a very long time. The backbone has been broken in America. It's time that other people that have some backbones step up and start using it. So here we go. This is some of the, when I get to it here, this is um, some of the steps. So demoralization, okay? For this step in the process, it takes about 15 to 20 years, okay? That's, that is the amount of time required to educate a generation. Helping along the way are media and teachers who have become sympathetic, okay, consciously or unconsciously, to the theoretical causes of the subverting nation. Okay, if that doesn't 
do anything for you. Here's step two, uh, destabilization. Following the earlier phase, this is a two to five year period to change the target country's foreign relations, defense, and economy. Three, crisis. Wow, if that doesn't hit, ring a bell with you, or strike a nerve or whatever, however you want to say it. Crisis. What crisis have we had? We've had many. I mean, within the eight years of Obama, what, what really came out of that? What, you're going to hate me for saying this? Some, not everybody, some people. But so many people want to say that the, the racism happened. It was just sitting there. And then all of a sudden, Obama came and he just kind of pointed to it and said, you know, this has been happening for a long time. No, 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 no. He was so good at making it a thing that it became a thing. When Trump came into office, oh, he's the most racist person. And look at what he's done. He, he's the one that's really um, the, the gaslighter here. Sorry, Jack, but not at all. That happened under the Obama years. And the, the, the sick thing is, is everybody's fighting amongst each other with race. And you saw in that TikTok clip that I, that I showed you there with, with the, bi, the, the gender thing. Can you believe that not only is it happening in general when it comes to, to black and white and racism, now people feel like they're being discriminated against because they're not gay enough. Because the, the black community doesn't feel, the ones that are queer, don't feel like they're uh, looked at as queer enough. Do you see anything wrong with this? If you don't, you, you might want to sit down and think a little bit. For sure. I encourage you to do that. Um, if, you, if you don't, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say anything negative to you. But crisis. Other thing. Perhaps six weeks of chaos as a climatic um, turning point. So about six weeks. Uh, let's see. We've been in COVID for a while now. So that's a, that's a pretty big crisis. And guess what's happening during this crisis? People are fighting amongst each other with vaccinations or no vaccinations. The virus, the variants, and there's some incredibly renowned doctors that I've been researching and looking into right now and watching that are coming out and saying some things that the media is not saying. And the, the, the great doctors of our time right now that are horrible, actually, for anybody to listen to, like Fauci, are not telling you. Maybe they actually don't even know. But again, or is it just a game and a narrative that they're sending our direction so that we really don't know? And I believe that one. I'm sorry to put my tinfoil hat on and act this way but and talk this way as if it's so, so conspiratorial, but you know what? At this point, it is. This is sick. The society is sick, and it needs to be healed. Not put a Band-Aid put upon it, not, you know, wrap it up, go sit down for a little while, and then we'll, we'll check the wound in a little while. No, the, the, the wound is deeper, and it's because we've taken God out of everything, and the standard has gotten dropped. Now, this has been going on for a long time. It's not like all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, it just happened. This has been happening for a very long time. It's a slow process. Remember, 15 to 20 years. More than that, of course, but it's gotten worse. So there's a crisis. And then number four. Normalization. This stage changes the appreciation of what the status quo looks like. Okay? So, of course, they go on to say this is, you know, a possible military takeover or something like that. But what it really comes down to, I think, is that 
there's, it's a way of taking control of a society. Fear put people in the corner. They don't know how to make a wise decision out of fear and emotion. None of us do. When we're full of emotion and fear and not understanding what to do, we base decisions from and out of that fear and that emotion. Not a healthy place to be. We're not rational. And our society, and if you've ever listened to Mike'd Up with Mike Hansen on the BMG Network, our society is in a, in a rational state. In a, excuse me, in an irrational state right now. It's not rational at all. And that's the point. And uh, Mike, what I say about Mike Hansen is he, he talks about that a lot. Um, he's big on uh, pulling out the, the uh, irrational bull uh, of what's going on and trying to bring some rationale to it. That's his, that's his uh, kind of his mantra there for the, uh, for the mic'd up with Mike Hansen. But again, this is the things that are happening. Um, and is it out of our control in, so, in some regard? Yes. But what we can control, we need to start doing that. And that is standing up and saying, no, this is, wh- this is what's going to happen with my family and my children. And you're not going to do that to me. And that happens. It, it's neighbor against neighbor, folks. It, it is. And that's what's sad. Neighbor against neighbor, because the people next door or wherever, I'm not talking about specific neighbors or anything like that, they don't know what to do. They're trying to do their best too, but some people are doing the research and some people are just believing the lie and going with it because they don't, they don't, going with the flow is just so easy. Once you go against the grain, guess what happens? It gets harder. You become a target. Nobody wants to be a target, but unfortunately this is where we're at today and we need to start doing something about it. So again, uh, demoralization, what is that to demoralize? It's this to cause, to turn aside or away from what is good or true or morally right to corrupt the morals of fill in the blank. That is what is happening today. Okay. To corrupt the morals of the order that we have here in America that we, I should say that we've had in America, they're out the window. They're out the window. That's where we're at today. I want to leave you with this clip. Um, and it's, it, this is a, uh, sobering thought, but this is kind of, kind of a recap of what I've just explained, uh, much better though. And, uh, so watch this clip. And before you do again, uh, thank you for tuning in to the Ken Burns show. I'll come back after the clip and say goodbye to make sure that you uh, do a couple of things for us and uh, a couple of announcements as well as far as, far as the BMG network goes. So uh, listen to this clip. Be right back. It's a slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves their families their community and their country it's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? 
because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The result, the result you can see, most of the people who graduated in the 60s, dropouts or half-baked intellectuals, are now occupying the positions of power in the government, civil service, business, mass media, educational system. You are stuck with them. You cannot get rid of them. They are contaminated. They are programmed to think and react to certain stimuli in a certain pattern. You cannot change their mind. Even if you, if you expose them to authentic information, even if you prove that white is white and black is, uh, is black, you still cannot change the basic perception and the logic of behavior. In other words, these people, uh, uh, the process of demoralization is complete and irreversible. To get rid society of these people, you, have, you need another 20 or, or, or 15 years to educate a new generation of patriotically minded and, and, and uh, common, common sense people who would be acting in favor and in the interests of, of, the, uh, of the United States society. So there you have it, folks. Uh, extreme? I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think it's extreme. It's so crazy right now that the world is upside down. Nobody knows if they're standing up straight or they're upside down or they're left or they're right or where they are today. Um, I believe that those who are on a solid foundation, I've said this so many times on, the pod, on my podcast, and I'll continue to say it. Those who are on a, a, a sure foundation, that is from God Almighty, are always going to act out and walk out with a confidence and a security because all of that's coming from something other than this world that is so corrupt. That's an incorruptible seed. This world is complete corruption. That's the bottom line. So if we're getting our resources, no, I'm talking about resources. I'm talking about different things that are happening. But I'm not basing my whole morality upon this world. Could you imagine if we all did that? And most people are right now. Look at what is happening. We have to stop this. So anyway, sorry to leave you on such a, a horrible thought there with all of this stuff. But it, you know what? There's joy in the midst of all of this and there's peace too. Again, from that short foundation. But listen, if you have not yet checked out all of our other great shows on the BMG Network, I encourage you to go to the bmgnetwork.com. Check it out. If you have not yet subscribed to this channel, this YouTube channel of The Ken Burns Show, please subscribe, follow, like, share with your friends, as well as the podcast. If you have not yet given me a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, please do. It helps so much. And not just a review, but if you could leave uh, a, a review comment, uh, I would, I'd love to read them. I'd love to uh, see what you have to say. And also make sure you leave a comment here in this show. Um, not a horrible one, by the way. Not one that some youngster can't read. Uh, we've got to watch our language and stuff like that. But please leave a comment. I'd love, to, I'd love to go back and forth and see what you guys say, what you think about what I have spoken about here, and uh, what your thoughts are about what's happening in the world today and what you would do uh, right now. What's, what's, what's the plan for you and your family? 
Um, but again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. We have, again, announcement. Uh, we have a lot, and I've mentioned this before. I keep saying I'm going to have an announcement. Well, here's one of them. We are actually going to have soon a BMG Marketplace. Now, what's the BMG Marketplace? That is a place for uh, people to go and get some of the great items that the BMG Network has. That's going to be T-shirts, uh, mugs, hats, stuff like that. Um, it's not there yet. Um, it's going to be over all of our shows and the show hosts and the BMG Network itself. Uh, some great um, apparel that you'll want to get your hands on for sure because it's it's pretty cool. And, and uh, that's going to be available hopefully within uh, the next month or two. Um, so be looking for that maybe earlier. You never know. Um, but that's going to be happening. We'll have the BMG Marketplace. Um, we are all getting facelifts, meaning... Um, we have a great graphic designer who's doing a lot of the work and making sure that our everything looks fantastic at the BMG Network. And, um, and we also are all growing again. Uh, we're going to video now as well as our, uh, as our podcasts. Um, and we're all starting to turn that corner. Um, so if you're um, one who likes to watch uh, person live, well, here you go. Uh, if you just like to listen, well, keep listening to the podcast. But that's where we're going. We're stepping up the game, and uh, we're so glad that you're along for the ride. Uh, so until next time, God bless you guys, and I'll catch you next time right here on The Ken Burns Show, only on the BMG Network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content.